transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. That's right, you dirty fucking rotten motherfuckers. I will say this. Why? Because I'm here recording a podcast and I can say whatever I want. Hello. Yes, I hope you're doing well. Do I uh, have anything new to report? Not to you, dirty dogs. Not today. All I've got to say is, today's a great day. Why? Uh, Maybe I take that back. Maybe today might not be a great day. Maybe today is an alright day. Maybe it's a bad day. Maybe it's your day. Either way, stuff your fucking day away. (laughs) Day by day. Uh, And, uh, you know, suck eggs. Human beings have had to guess about almost everything for the past million years or or so. The leading characters in our history books have been our most enthralling and sometimes our most terrifying guessers. May I name two of them? Aristotle and Hitler. One good guesser and one bad one. And the masses of humanity through the ages, feeling inadequately educated, just like we do now, and rightly so, have had little choice but to believe this guesser or that one. Russians, who didn't think much of the guesser of the guesses of Ivan the Terrible, for example, were likely to have their hats nailed to their head. We must acknowledge that per- persuasive guessers, even Ivan the Terrible, now a hero in the Soviet Union, have sometimes given us the courage to endure extraordinary ordeals which we had no way of understanding. Crop failures, plagues, eruptions of volcanoes, babies being born dead. The guessers often gave us the illusion that bad luck and good luck were understandable and could somehow be dealt with intelligently and effectively. Without that illusion, we all might have surrendered long ago. But the guessers, in fact, knew more than the common people, and sometimes less even when, or especially when, they gave us the illusion that we were in control of our destinies. Persuasive guessing has been at the core of leadership for so long, for all of human experience so far, that it is, it is wholly unsurprising that most of the leaders of this planet, in spite of all the information that is suddenly ours, want the guessing to go on. It is now their turn to guess, and guess and be listened to. Some of the loudest, most proudly ignorant guessing in the world is going on in Washington. 
Our leaders are sick of all the solid information that has been dumped on humanity by research and scholarship and investigative reporting. They think that the whole country is sick of it, and they, and they could be right. It isn't the gold standard that they want to push us back on. They want something even more basic. They want to put us back on the snake oil standard. Loaded pistols are good for everyone except inmates in prison or lunatic asylums. That's correct. Millions spent on public health are inflationary. That's correct. Billions spent on weapons will bring inflation down. That's correct. Dictatorships to the right are, are much closer to American ideals than the dictatorships to the left. That's correct. The more hydrogen bomb warheads we have, all set to go off at a moment's notice, the safer humanity is and the better off the world will be that our grandchildren will inherit. That's correct. Industrial wastes, and especially those that are radioactive, hardly ever hurt anybody, so everybody should shut up about them. That's correct. Industries should be allowed to do whatever they want to do. Bribe, wreck the environment just a little, fix prices, screw dumb customers, put a stop to competition, and raid the treasury when they go broke. That's correct. That's free enterprise. And that's correct. The poor have done something very wrong, or they wouldn't be poor, so their children should pay the consequences. That's correct. The United States of America cannot be expected to look after its own people. That's correct. The free market will do that. That's correct. The free market is an automatic system of justice. That's correct. I'm kidding. And if you actually are an educated thinking person, oh shit, shoutouts, shoutouts to Kurt Vonnegut, shoutouts to anybody listening, you corn dogs, you hot dogs, you filthy dogs, thank you, you're all awesome, thank you to all my friends who hop on here and host shows with me, it's so much fun, uh, thank you for giving this whole thing a fucking purpose, everybody. <clears throat> Where were we? Let's just start over. This is an unauthorized reading anyway. And if you actually are an educated thinking person, you will not be welcome in Washington, D.C. I know a couple of bright seventh graders who would not be welcome in Washington, D.C. Do you remember those doctors a few months back who got together and announced that it was a simple, clear medical fact that we could not survive even a moderate attack by a hydrogen bombs? They were not welcome in Washington, D.C. Even if we fired the first salvo of hydrogen weapons and the enemy never fired back, the poisons released would probably kill the whole planet, by and by. What is the response in Washington? They guess otherwise. What good is an education? The boisterous guessers are still in charge, the haters of information, and the guessers are almost all highly educated people. Think of that. They have had to throw away their educations, even Harvard or Yale educations. If they didn't do that, there is no way their uninhibited guessing could go on and on and on. Please don't. Don't you do that. 
But if you make use of the vast fund of knowledge now available to educated persons, you are going to be lonesome as hell. The guessers outnumber you. And now I have to guess about 10 to 1. In case you hadn't noticed, haven't noticed, as the result of a shamelessly rigged election in Florida in which thousands of African Americans were arbitrarily disenfranchised, we now present ourselves to the rest of the world as proud, grinning, jut-jawed, pitless war lovers with appallingly powerful weaponry who stand unopposed. In case you haven't noticed, we are now as feared and hated all over the world as the Nazis once were. And with good reason. In case you haven't noticed, our unelected leaders have dehumanized millions and millions of human beings simply because of their religion and race. We wound them and killed them and tortured them and imprisoned them all we want. Piece of cake. In case you haven't noticed, we also dehumanized our own soldiers, not because of their religion or race, but because of their low social class. Send them anywhere. Make them do anything piece of cake. The O'Reilly factor. So I am a man without a country, except for the librarians in a Chicago paper called In These Times. Before we attacked Iraq, the majestic New York Times guaranteed that there were weapons of mass destruction there. Albert Einstein and Mark Twain gave up on the human race at the end of their lives, even though Twain hadn't even seen the First World War. War is now a form of TV entertainment, and what made the First World War so particularly entertaining were two American inventions, barbed wire and the machine gun. Shrapnel was invented by an Englishman of the same name. Don't you wish you could have something named after you? Like my distinct betters, Einstein and Twain, I now give up on people too. I am a veteran of the Second World War, and I have to say this, not the first time I have surrendered to a pitiless war machine. My last words, life is no way to treat an animal, not even a mouse. Napalm came from Harvard. Veritas. Our president is a Christian, so was Adolf Hitler. What can be said to our young people now that psychopathic personalities, which is to say persons without consciences, without senses of pity or shame, have taken all the money in the treasuries of our government and corporations and made it all their own? And the most I can give you to cling to is a poor thing, actually. Not much better than nothing. Maybe it's a little worse than nothing. It is the idea of a truly modern hero. It is the bare bones of the life of Ignaz Semmelweis, my hero. Ignaz Semmelweis was born in Budapest in 1818. His life overlapped with that of my grandfather and with that of your grandfather's, and it may seem a long time ago, but actually he lived only yesterday. He became an obstetrician, which should make him modern make him modern hero enough make him modern hero enough he devoted his life to the health of babies and mothers he could we could use more heroes like that there's damn little caring for mothers babies old people and anything physically or economically weak these days as we become even more industrialized and militarized with the guessers in charge i have said to you now how new all this information is 
It is so new that the idea that many dis diseases are caused by germs is only about 140 years old. The house I own in Sagaponok, Long Island is nearly twice that old. I don't know how they lived long enough to finish it. I mean, the germ theory is really recent. When my father was a little boy, Louis Pasteur was still alive and still plenty controversial. There were still plenty of high-powered guessers who were furious at people who wanted to listen to him instead of them. Those were uh, a few unauthorized excerpts from Kurt Vonnegut's A Man Without a Country. Still relevant. Then 